Welcome back to another episode of The Lawyer You Know, and today we're going to break down the tax implications of the new president. We're going to compare President Trump's tax plan with President Biden's tax plan, and we're going to project and try to forecast how the new tax bills are going to affect us and everybody listening to this podcast. If you guys like this podcast, please subscribe to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to this podcast. Hopefully enjoy this show, and let's get into it. So everybody knows we obviously have a new regime taking over the country and a big thing on everybody's minds, on voters' minds, on citizens' minds, on everybody's minds right now as tax season comes upon us is how the new regime is going to attack taxes in America versus the old regime and what can we look for? Give us kind of a general overview of how taxes work. Well, during the debates, one of the things Trump talked about was the Tax Cut and Jobs Act that he passed in 2017. when President Biden was debating, he said he would change that on day one. And what he meant by that and what he explained by that was the different philosophies that Trump or the Republicans have versus the Democrats. The Republicans generally believe that to improve the economy, you've got to have incentives for industry. You've got to have incentives for people to spend so that you can grow the economy, so that you can build more things. And therefore, You have incentives for those people in the upper tax brackets or corporations to do things that help everybody. When the economy grows, they believe that employment grows. When employment grows, then you have more spendable income. And again, it's just a circle. Uh, A lot of people used to call it trickle-down economics when President Reagan was president. So so the Republicans say, let the higher socioeconomic class do this because it helps everybody and give them incentives. But what the Democrats say is the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Right. And so they, their philosophy is give money to the lower income people. The Democrats. Right. Democrats. Right. And President Biden. Right. Give money to those people and anything you give to them, any tax benefits you give to them, it'll be paid for by taxing those people who can most afford it. And that is the higher income brackets. Right. So, so just to give a gist, the Republicans want to give tax credits and tax incentives so people can spend their own money how they want and hopefully reinvest it back into the economy. And the Democrats want to tax more the higher socioeconomic people to help the lower socioeconomic people and let government choose how to spend those dollars in the best way that they think will help the lower socioeconomic people. That's a good way to put it. Okay, so that's, that's, so that's where we're at and how Republicans and Democrats generally look at it. Um, let's just go step by step and talk about how Trump and Biden's plans are going to be different and what we can expect going forward now that President Biden is taking over. Well, let's start with the, the basic uh, tax rates. This Everybody pays, you know, you, you pay the IRS uh, April 15th, you send in your check or you have it taken out of your check uh, if you're a, a wage earner. And therefore, what you do is you have seven tax brackets in, in this country. Biden wouldn't change those, but he would raise the highest one. Uh, right now, it's 37%. He would raise that to over 39%. Okay, let's get let's get a little more specific because okay. we're getting confusing. Okay, so there's seven tax brackets, and you're taxed based on a percentage of your income. Right. Whether you make 40000 or 400000 So those tax brackets go from 10% 
up to 37% under President Trump. Right. Depending on your income, right. you, you will then fall into a tax bracket, and that's how much tax you would pay. And let's, for example, we'll say at 40%, I mean, at $40,000, you're getting taxed 10%. At four hundred, you're getting taxed 37%. Right. That's kind of like the range. I don't know if 40,000 is in the 10% range, but I know 400 was in the 37%. Actually, I think you're about right. Okay. So let's just say that's kind of how it goes. And then everywhere in between has a percentage that's in between 10 and 37 based on how much you make. Right. So how is President Biden going to change that? He is going to raise the 37% to 39.6%. And this is going to have uh, a, a real impact on that number that he talks about a lot which is the $400,000 income number, which he says those people are going to pay extra taxes. And you'll see as we go through the, this uh, podcast, you will see how those people are going to pay extra taxes, not just here, but in other places that he raises taxes. And 2.6% doesn't seem like a lot of money until you talk about a billion dollars. Then 2.6% is a lot of money. Right. Okay, so so the 37% is going to be bumped up 2.6% to 39.6. What about all those percentages in between? Is 10% going to be bumped up to 12.6? Or is it just the the high echelon earners that are going to get that percentage bump? Now, it, again, philosophically, Biden is only going after the high earners. Okay. So the low brackets, they're not going to change. Well, I mean, you say low brackets. But what about somebody anything that makes... Below, anything below that higher bracket okay. is not going to change. So even if you make 300000 and you get taxed 35%? Right. Okay. All right. Next, let's talk about capital gains tax rates. Explain well, what they are and, and how the differences are. All right. Capital gains. This is the money you pay. Let's say you have a piece of property. You keep the property for a while. You sell it. You make $100,000 on that property. It's not something you earned in a paycheck. That's a capital gain. That used to get, or, and it still does right now until the change, special uh, exemptions. So you would only pay a 30% cap, excuse me, a 20% cap on capital gains. If it was an ordinary income, then you'd be talking about that 39%. So you'd be saving half of the taxes that you're paying. That's what it is right now. So if you were to make $100,000 on a capital gain, you're only paying twenty grand in taxes versus $39,000 in taxes. Right. Okay. But if you're someone that makes over a million dollars in income in a year, instead of paying the 20%, you would pay the 39.6 because you'd be taxed just like if it was ordinary income. And it's not just selling property, but it's also stock market, 401k, those types of capital gains as well. Right. Any income you make that's not derived from your sweat uh, is normally what's called capital Passive gains. Passive income and investing. A lot right. of that is, a lot of the capital gains talk is around investing. So if you or somebody invests your money, you hit it big, this potentially could cut Cost your you, earnings it could, it could big. Double, it could double your taxes. Bigly, very bigly. Right. Okay, next, wealth tax. That sounds like something that's going to hit the upper echelon. Wealth tax is not something that's actually in the plan yet, but because the Democrats are talking about it, I thought we should talk about it because the progressives really want to do this. If you have a lot of money, if you're just worth a lot of money, not that you have income, but let's say you're worth $10 million, they want to tax you every year 1% to 3% of your net worth and that tax will go, obviously, to the government. Even if it's generational money and you've had it for a thousand years. Even if you're retired, you're not working anymore, and this is the money you're living off of for retirement, the Democrats, the progressives, want to tax this every year. This has some constitutional issues because it's not an income tax, which has been authorized. 
Um, so Biden hasn't really decided, but the progressives are push, pushing him to have a wealth tax. So this seems like the craziest one to me. Bumping it up 2.6%, obviously I don't want that. I don't want to pay more taxes. But I can understand if it's just the upper echelon, they're bumping it up 2.6%. It's going to hurt the billionaires a lot more than it's going to hurt us. But when we talk more about this wealth tax, that to me just seems crazy. It's like you get punished for having a lot of money at that point, yeah. which doesn't make sense. And I, I'm all for helping the lower socioeconomic citizens of our country, but just that doesn't seem like the right way to do it for me personally. Um, I assume you don't like the wealth tax either. I do not. Okay, let's talk about itemized deductions. Right now, you itemize your deductions. You have, uh, you spend so much money on your, on, uh, let's say, your business, like you're an independent business person. Uh, you can itemize those deductions. You spend so much money on health care. You can itemize those deductions. However, if you make 400000 or more under Biden's plan, you are capped at 28% of your income. So no matter how much, let's say you give a lot to charity, no matter how much you give to charity, you can't deduct it beyond 28%. That's Biden's plan. Uh, let's give some specifics now. So 28% of 400000 Correct. Okay, so you're talking more than $50,000. If you were to give that away to charity... I mean, that's 25%. I just, in my head, was easier to do than 28. But let's say you give that away to charity. Let's say you give half your money away every year to charity. You're not allowed to deduct the second 22% to get you from 28 to 50%. That's correct. You're capped at the 28%. And it's not just charitable giving. There's all sorts of other things that are deduct deductible, right? Well, it's anything like the... And I say some of the biggest and some of the ones that I, I hate to see cut out by this are your... your, your uh, Money to nonprofits. Let's say you the give churches. to your college right. or your churches or you give to the boys clubs or you give to big brothers. You're going to be capped and not be able to deduct that after 28%. Right. And that's something that that to me seems like it's it's going against. It's making people, giving people less incentive to be philanthropic and give their money away. So I don't understand why. I don't understand what the purpose of this is because if you think about it and let's just break it down, right? So your charitable donations are not taxed. Correct. There, right. there, are, there are deductions. So let's just let's just focus with this again. Let's say you make $100,000, okay? And you give $10,000 away to charity. Your tax is only on $90,000. Correct. $100,000, if I give $10,000 to my church, I'm only taxed on $90,000. So that's great because you shouldn't be taxed twice on every dollar. But now you can only give up to 28%. If you give any more, if you give to multiple churches or multiple organizations or have multiple deductions and itemized deduction, you're going to have to be taxed on those dollars you're not spending. On those dollars you're giving away to help other people, to help the lower socioeconomic people or the people that right. need it, you're now being taxed for those dollars as, and it's going to the government as opposed to going to the people that we're all supposed to be helping. Well, you know, the philosoph there's a philosophy behind it. That's the, that's the problem it. I have with There's that. a philosophy behind it. The government wants to be what people are dependent upon. You think about the money given to charities, to churches, those go to help people. Well, if those people can't go to the churches and the nonprofits for help, then the government says, come to us for help because that's why we're collecting the tax dollars. So it eliminates people from uh, going to charities and making them dependent on the government. That's one of the things they'd like to do. So the, And that's exactly the problem, right? So again, upping the, the wealthy... 2.9% from 37 to 39.6%. You're not going to get me all up in arms about it. I realize it's, you know, more money that we're losing and giving to the government, whatever. But the wealth tax and this itemized deduction cut basically to me makes no sense 
Because literally, we're talking about money that people are giving away. We're not buying cars with it. We're not buying houses with it. We're not going on vacations with it. We're giving it to charities. And now you're saying we still have to give the government part of that money. That to me makes no sense. Because the point is to help the people that are in need, the orphans, the widows, the low socioeconomic, that's who we're supposed to be helping. And that's what we do when we give away to charities. And they're just taking out the incentive for that and now taxing us on those dollars, which to me, it just doesn't compute in my head how that makes any sense. How that's right. good for they, the general they welfare. They should be encouraging giving money Absolutely. Right. Everything should. Oh, it yeah. makes sense why you're not taxed on the dollars you give away to charity. Like you should not be taxed on the dollars you give away to charity. That just, that, that'll that never compute with me. Okay. Um, employment and social security taxes. This is another big hit for the over $400,000 group. Right now, everybody pays 12.4% of their income to the Social Security Administration. That money comes out of your paycheck. Uh, half of it is paid by the employee, half of it is paid by the employer. If you reach $137,700 in income in a year, then you don't have to pay that anymore. But what they're doing now is they're saying if you make over 400,000, then they reinstitute the 12.4% uh, and they add that 12.4% onto your tax burden if you're over $400,000. The people between 137 and 400, they're not going to get uh, taxed with this social security tax. It's going to stop for them. So everyone that makes under 137 gets this extra 12% tax already. Correct. That's what's there now. And now it'll be everybody that makes over 400 has to have additional taxes. So that's the 39.6 plus an additional 12.4. Right. So and now we're getting to 50% of what you bring. And this is in a state like Florida where we, are not, we don't even have state tax. I can't, I mean, I know why everybody's leaving California because mm -hmm. of all their taxes. And this is just going to be adding to that. Let me give you an example. Right now, okay, there's, let's talk about 39.6. Then the Medicare, which is a separate tax, everybody pays 2.4. Then there's a nine-tenths of a percent of Medicare tax on wage self-employment. Then we've got the 12.4% tax on the 400000 If you live in New York, California, New Jersey, you have a high income tax, a state income tax, you're going to hit 60% of your income is going to be taxed. So every dollar you work hard to make, you take home 40 cents on. Right. I mean, that's just insane to me. that We're losing our way in that, and I realize that. You know, some people are going to disagree with us and, and some people like high taxes and, and trust the government to do the right thing with the money. I don't mind wealthier people having to pay more taxes. That doesn't bother me. Um, I realize they can afford it and, and I realize people will disagree with me on that. But to me, these things that don't make sense, like adding stuff in that's not necessary, like this 12.4% or ever getting to a point where... I'm incentivized to make sure I don't make more than 400000 How, Whatever shady way I can do that, because there are people that are doing that. Like when they talk about some of these super rich people that pay no taxes, how do you think that is? Well, everything's flowing through corporations and they're paying accountants and lawyers to do all this fishy stuff for them to where, oh, I only made 400000 so I don't have to pay this 12%. That's what happens. The super rich people figure it out. You know, but if you make four, five, six dollars $600,000, you're paying all these extra taxes, you're losing 60%. In a place like New York, I don't know how you live there if you're paying 60% of your, your wages and taxes if you have a family and you have to buy a house. I mean, that's the type of stuff where we're just getting to the point where I don't I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I have friends that are lawyers that work in, in New York and have to share an apartment with other lawyers. They're working 90 right. hours a week making six figures, but they still have to share an apartment, a studio apartment with somebody else. To me, it's just it's not making any sense to me. But again, it is what it is, and this is something that, that may happen um, if some of these, these tax changes take place. 
Global intangible. Tangible, low, ta low, low tax. tax income, right. Okay, that explain is, what that is. That is taxation of foreign income by domestic corporations. It's like, for instance, General Motors, they'll, they get taxed on money they make overseas. Now, they get taxed at a tax rate right now of 10%. This is something that was established by Trump. Uh, they, so they pay 10% on that. Actually, it's 10.5. What um, Biden wants to do is he wants to raise that to 21%, which is exactly doubling the tax for, for domestic corporations that in, invest uh, foreign money to make money in another country. This one, you wonder, will it have an impact on our economy? Um, you wonder, will it really have the desired effect of having these companies move their operations here? Or will they then cut off their foreign operations from their domestic operations and therefore not employ as many people domestically if it's going to cost them money? So I, I don't know how this is going to work, but it's going to double the taxes and a lot of large corporations are going to pay a lot more money. Yeah, and I hate the stuff that it seems like you put it on paper and it sounds good, you're going to tax the rich people when in reality, they're not going to make less money. They're going to find a way to get around these tax rules. It's probably going to hurt the common man, the, the hourly worker. It's probably going to end up hurting those people because these uber rich people are not just going to spend billions well, of dollars in taxes. You know, just there, was a, there was a big interview. Trump uh, included. That's why they, I'm, That's I'm, why the whole tax stuff was happening with Trump because he finds ways to get around all this stuff because they're trying to target guys like him and guys like him are going to pay other people a lot of money to save himself a lot of money. And that's going to keep happening. Right. Oh, yeah. You can do this as many times as you want. It's not getting the people that they're targeting and what it's going to end up doing is hurting the hourly workers in this type of situation. There was a billionaire on TV the other day being interviewed. Yeah. And what he said was, I can make my income whatever I want it, to make. That's it, that's it. That's it. You know, you can say four hundred thousand. I can make my income three hundred thousand, and and use my money in other places where my corporations pay for my house. Or exactly, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, ways around it. So that's what I think people know. don't understand is they think fine. Jeff Bezos is going to pay an extra billion dollars in taxes this year, and it's going to help our national debt. That's not how it works. Because he he's not. He's not right. going to pay that much extra taxes, and it's not going to affect our deficit. And and in case you're wondering where all these tax dollars go, it's not going directly to help the low socioeconomic people in our country. What it's going to are impeachment trials and all the, the trillions of dollars in these COVID relief plans where everybody gets $1,400, but somehow we spent trillions of dollars in this plan. It doesn't make any sense. Well, if you look at the plan, there's all these other expenditures in there. That's where our tax dollar is going. That's why it keeps you know, having to go up. As long as you're you know, talking about that, all of these plans, if everything gets done like Biden wants to, over 10 years, it will make $500 billion. Well, the tax, the, the, the uh, relief bill that they're passing now is $1.9 trillion. So it really only will put a dent into the debt they're not creating. Even. And that's as if th this bill that they're doing now is not going to be the only bill that they do like this over the next 10 no, years. Not, We're no, going to keep spend spending trillions oh, yeah. of dollars. So that's the thing is it's just, I don't see how affecting so many people negatively with these types of taxes is not even going to help. There's got to be a better way. Um, go ahead. All right, well, the next one is 1031 exchange. Okay. Now, this is, an, this is a uh, uh, vehicle used to delay, not to not pay, but delay paying capital gains. So if you own a factory and you sell the property that that factory has in order to buy another piece of property for a bigger factory, then the profit you make in selling the first factory, if you put that profit into the second factory, that's considered a like-kind exchange, and you can put off paying capital gains tax. This obviously encourages growth, encourages 
corporations to invest uh, in their corporate structure, uh, it makes sense to have this like-kind exchange. And again, it's only a delay. Eventually, they'll have to pay it. Trump uh, was in favor of it. Biden wants to do away with all like-kind exchanges. So if you sell, if you're a corporation, you want to expand and you sell property number one, your smaller property, you're going to have to pay capital gains tax when you sell it. And then you're going to have to go buy some new piece of property and spend more money rather than encouraging economic growth. Yeah, people probably don't care about this. Not That's not going to affect that many people. Um, what about states, gifts, and trusts? Uh, that is... Um, one where um, there's called a stepped-up basis. If you die and your children inherit some property from you, if you bought the property for ten thousand and it's worth a hundred thousand when your children get it, well, because they got it in a uh, estate after you died, they're going to get a stepped-up basis, which means when they have to pay taxes, they don't start at ten thousand that you bought it for. They start they'll start the at the hundred thousand. Right. So that saves a lot of money and makes life so much easier for your children when they get it so they don't have a great tax burden uh, later on because and just about any any piece of property that's held for a generation is going to be hugely undervalued and that's that's why it's such a great passed down gift from one generation to the next well right. now they're going to lose all that and value. it benefits everybody this is not just a and rich they, and just so you know yeah this is not just a rich this does benefit a lot of people and i mean affect a lot of people not benefit um and what's problematic about that is a lot of people, if your parents bought a $10,000 house that's now worth $100,000 and you guys are a middle class or even lower class family and they've given you that house that's $10,000 and now you have to pay taxes on a $100,000 house, you can't afford it. So what you have to do is sell a mom and dad's house just to pay the tax bill right. and then you get the net amount. So that's what's going to happen. It's going to create problems where people are going to have to sell family owned properties for generations because they can't afford the more expensive tax bill. Right. Um, all right, what is salt? Salt is one of those interesting, uh, and you really can look at this one as really political. This was, Trump stopped uh, the use of state taxes. Let's say you pay New York $20,000 in state taxes, state income tax. You used to be able to deduct that from your federal income tax. Trump stopped that and said, look, it's capped at 10000 I don't care how much you pay in state tax. That's your problem. You can't deduct that from federal tax. The federal government shouldn't lose that money. So he capped that deduction at $10,000. Well, what did that do? That really, really hurt New York, California, New Jersey. A lot of the blue Jersey, states with the, with the, the high Democratic state. states, yeah. right. Because they had, where Florida, we don't have any income tax. So it state. Didn't, we don't state, have any state income right. tax, yeah. So it, it didn't benefit us. So what does Trump want to do? Trump wants to repeal that. You mean Biden. I mean, should we Biden want to do? Thank you. Biden wants to repeal that. And what Biden wants to do is allow you to deduct your state taxes again. Well, who does that benefit? Sure. People living in New York and California yeah. and all the blue states. Yeah. Um, all right. Retirement tax. This is the one where, let's say you give $2,000 to your IRA. And this is, again, one of those ones that everybody gets affected by this. It used to be that you can take that as a deduction. You can deduct from your income the $2,000. What Biden wants to do is he wants to make that a tax credit. So instead of deducting it from your income, you deduct it from the taxes you pay. I'll give an example. You, you earn $20,000. You put $2,000 into uh, the IRA. Then you only pay taxes on $18,000. You make $20,000. Let's say your tax bill is $5,000. Well, now, instead of paying 5000 
to the government, you're only going to pay $3,000 because now that $2,000 comes right off your tax bill. And, and that, that's going to benefit. That one will benefit a lot of people. Okay, so you think that's a benefit? Yes. Okay, because when you were explaining it, I was like, that sounds good. I feel like yeah. they're paying less taxes. They are. Okay. They're paying less taxes. Okay, it's so a real good. benefit. So you'd rather deduct it from your tax bill rather than just your taxable income because, again, at, at $20,000, your tax percentage may only be, I don't know, 10 or 20%. And right. at that point, it's only $2,000. Right. So you'd rather deduct right. it from... Okay, cool. Right. All right. Any miscellaneous topics you want to hit before sure. we finish up? We've hit lots of tax information. I'm sure it's been really exciting for everybody, but what do well, we have now? In the 1.9 million stimulus plan. Trillion. Trillion. Stimulus plan, no tax implications. They don't have any taxes in there, no way to pay for it, nothing. They just are going to have a stimulus plan. So that's, that hasn't been in there. Um, Ms. Yellen, Ms. Yellen is now the new Secretary of the Treasury under President Biden. She said they're considering all parts of the tax code, but they weren't specific on what they were actually going to do. These are all ideas that really came up during the campaign. And Trump, I mean, Biden has not done anything yet with regards to the tax code. That's something that's going to be coming down. The and we're pipe. just projecting it based off what the Democratic Party usually is looking for and some of the things that happen on the debate and on the campaign trail um, and what we're kind of projecting to happen. All right. So we talked a lot about the differences between Trump's plans and Biden's plans. We'll see what actually happens when Biden implements these plans. We'll probably do another one breaking down exactly how it's going to affect us and everybody else that pays taxes in the United States of America. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you learned something new. And we'll be back with you next time.